feel them pulling away, avoid this mistake. Hey, I'm Anche Boyd, magnetized human expert, married for eight years to my amazing husband, Brody. So let's go ahead and dive right in to the mistakes that you want to avoid when he pulls away. Number nine is running on your anxious attachment style, right? And what that means is when you are running on your attachment style, particularly if you're more on the anxious side of things, right? Then that means like you're actually like become more attached to him. When he pulls away, you try to convince him even more that you are the one, right? He's like, you're convincing him even more. You're turning yourself even more into a pretzel. And what you want to do instead is heal your attachment style, right? Why is that? Well, because there is a really good reason why he pulled away is because of your attachment style, right? So let me explain. <clears throat> so you may have met and you came off as like cool, calm, collected, fun, you know, all the things because you like, you're probably more like an anxious avoidant attachment style, right? So you're kind of like, hey, you know what? I don't really need anyone. I'm cool by myself. But as time went on, you actually showed more your authentic self because you can't help it, right? The nervous system is always going to shine through. You know, one thing I always say, nervous systems don't, they don't lie to each other. They just don't. Unconscious parts, they don't lie to each other. They can't, you know, they can't protect Pretend that there's someone that they're not. So eventually it's going to shine through, like, and then you become insecure, right? And then you have a request and you're like, I shouldn't have made that request. And then you get into second guessing and doubting yourself and questioning yourself. And then it gets like even worse, right? And then before you know it, he starts pulling away because he feels like, what is going on? Like, why is this woman out of the sudden acting so strange? You know, why is she like out of the sun apologizing all the time? Why is she justifying things all the time? Why is she texting more than usual? And also, if you actually attracted a man into your life who's more on a dismissive avoidant attachment size scale, then he will definitely pull away. And there's a really high chance because if you were leading with like, hey, I don't really need anyone. I'm good. I'm cool. You know, just kind of checking out what's out there. Then there is a good chance that actually the kind of person that would resonate with that is in avoidant attachment style, right? Because they're like, perfect, because I also don't need anyone. Yay, match made in heaven, except that it's actually not true that you actually very much seek someone who cherishes you, where you feel supported by them, and that you can feel emotionally safe, right? So when you heal your attachment style, like he will actually feel the space and he will feel like he has space to come back. Number eight is avoid focusing just on him, you know, because when you focus just on him, then you become obsessed you are going into this obsession trap, I call it, right? And you don't want to fall into that because then we start to do like really weird things. You know what I mean? We start to become like a little psycho, little obsessed, a little needy, a little clingy, a little calling someone like 15, 20, 30 times, which I have done in the past. Trust me, or waiting in somebody else's driveway until they come home because you don't know what's going on. I have also done that in the past, right? So you, you start to do like really weird things and so not you. So what is the antidote of that is actually focus on other men. Like if, like open up some other conversations to other men. Get a little bit out of that rigid, like locked in addictive pattern and actually feel like, hey, what else is out there, right? Expand it a little bit and adapt like flexible, like behavior flexibility. Because what that helps you with is actually break out of the obsession pattern of the obsession rotation. And trust me, I always joke, but it's really true. Like if I could do it, 
so can you. Number seven is shake up your routine. Right, So the worst thing you can do is do the same thing over and over again, meaning like you wake up in the morning, you check your text messages, you see if he called, if he texted, um, if you liked anything on your social media, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, right? But what you want to do instead is like, what's normally my routine? Let's shake it up. Because what that does, it, like, it helps you to open up new horizons, different ways of thinking, seeing things, new perspectives, new lenses, new feelings. And because of that, this the 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 chain reactions the emotional chain reactions will not get strengthened as much right like and again that addictive tendency to actually get obsessed with a man will go down accordingly number 6 is let the hope die and so this is like the biggest piece because the biggest mistake you can make when he pulls away is holding on to hope and like, oh my gosh, this means I just need to turn him around. Like, I just need to be more patient. I just need to be more spiritual. I need to just be more forgiving. I just need to be less demanding. I just need to be less needy. And like, this is the worst thing you can do because now it becomes sort of like, like the worst cycle ever, right? Because now you can't express your needs. And then because you don't express your needs, now you come off as like, a little weird, like a little conflicted. And then because of that, he's going to pull back. And then you question, oh, should I have said something? Oh, I said something. Maybe came out sideways. Now I said something in a bitchy way. Instead, what you want to do is letting the hope die. And what that means is really understanding that this hope, that this man, the wrong man, the man with the avoidant attachment style is going to turn around is very, very slow, right? That that's going to happen. And the reason why is because it's actually part of your love blueprint. And so what you did was because your parent was emotionally unavailable. And so you said, you know what? I couldn't turn my parent around, right? I thought, you know, if I'm like more forgiving, if I'm more giving, if I'm more generous, if I'm more of a caretaker, whatever the case may be, then my parent will turn around and they didn't. And because they didn't, now you still have that open loop of wanting to turn someone around, which you then project onto a romantic relationship interest, right? And you project it onto them and you find someone who has a similar pattern, who's also somewhat unavailable, emotionally unavailable, a little bit disconnected, right? Um, afraid of emotions, things like that. And then you really hope that that they're going to turn around, right? Because then you're like, now I healed my pattern. But nothing could be actually further from the truth. And it's it's like a very slippery slope. What you really need to do is let the hope die. And look, I actually did that in January 2013, five months before my, my husband, Brody. And I just I just had enough. It was just another man dangling the carrot in front of my nose, making me empty promises, never followed through. And I realized, wait a minute, I'm waiting on him, right? I'm waiting for him to text me. I'm waiting for him to change. I'm waiting for him to acknowledge me. I'm waiting. I'm like, I'm done waiting. My man knows. He knows. Right? I don't need to wait. I don't I don't need to pray on it. You know, I didn't learn a lesson. I don't need to release some more. You know, I just need to be like, there's no waiting. Right? So like I'm done waiting on my dad to turn around. He's not gonna turn around. It's just not gonna happen. Right? So you need to let that inner little girl inside of you, that part, that energetic emotional part that got frozen in time, if you will, and is still with you to this day, right? You need to let that part grieve. Because that part still holding on that dad is going to turn around. And it's just never going to happen. And the funny part is it doesn't even matter if your dad is still alive. 
mom's still alive, it doesn't matter. Still holding on to it because it's frozen in time, if that makes sense. So it still wants to have that experience of the turnaround, right? And it won't stop until it has that experience unless you let the hope die. And when I did that, I was actually able to attract my husband who knew the first night we met that I'm the girl of his story. Exactly what I said. I said, my man knows and he knew. Number five, worst thing you can do when he pulls away is become even more focused on him, become even more other focused, right? And this is what I see women do all the time. They're like, okay, let me just send him like his favorite poem. You know what I mean? Let me just surprise him with his favorite dinner. You know what I mean? Let me just, you know, ship it. Like, no, stop focusing on him. And what you want to do instead the antidote of that is focus on yourself. Why is that? Simple. The quality of man that you attract into your life is directly proportional to the relationship you have to yourself. So guess where his focus goes if you focus on yourself? That's right. You actually communicate to him to focus on you, right? So he's like, hey, hey, I haven't talked to you. Oh my God, so sorry. I followed the earth, you know. What's happening? How are you? You know, do you want to go on a date? You know, you want to have a phone conversation because you're focusing on yourself. So he's like, wow, there must be something amazing about her life. She's focusing on herself, right? And so there's this famous story of Prince William and <clears throat> Kate Middleton. And when they were dating, and he was just kind of like, you know, Mr. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, you know, I don't know. I don't really want to commit, whatever. And she just like lived her life, hang out with girlfriends, had a good time. And so she, he heard that through grapevines. And that made her commit to her, propose marriage to her, and obviously uh, make her his wife, right? Make her royalty. Because she was like, I don't care if he's the Prince of Wales, of England. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I'm focusing on myself. So I'm like always saying, like, if she can do it, so can you, right? Because, you know, I can't you be any, any more tempted than, you know, being married to the Prince of England, right? I mean, talking about like status and all the things, you know, and significance and the ego and all the things. So that's what you want to do. And I see this with women all the time when they start to focus on themselves, when they start to send shorter text messages, right? When they're not available all the time, but they're focusing on selves, on themselves that take a me day. The man is like, what do you mean you're taking a me day? Actually, true story. I was dating this guy, uh, what I know, 13 years ago. And he wanted, to, he invited me, we were dating, you know what I mean? It was just one of those Sundays. He wanted me to go sailing with him. And all the women were licking their 10 fingers after him, right? Like handsome, his own boat, blah, blah, blah. And I realized, wow, if I do that right now, then I stick, then I'm connect, then I'm like addicted to him, right? That I, I'm, I'm heading down a codependent path. I don't want to do that. So what I decided to do instead is like do the unthinkable and do an auntie day, like a me day, right? And it was so hard for me because the sun was shining. It was in the summer in LA, you know what I mean? And I'm like, no, I have to focus on myself. So sometimes you have to make it a discipline. And because I focused on myself, it drove him nuts. He actually told me it attracted him so much to me right? Like he called me more, he texted me more. And I, it's not why I did it. I did it because I didn't want to go down a codependent pattern. I wanted to make sure that I still come from a place of choice than from a place of need. So try that out. 
Number four, the worst thing you can do is when he pulls away is trying to close the loop even more. Because what happens when he pulls away, he wants the gap. He wants the space. So the worst thing you can do is like close that gap and not give him that space. So what would you do instead is you want to start to feel safe with the gap. Now, how do you do that? Is you're actually practicing. Okay, how, what, what did I actually do? Like, okay, I actually projected onto him that we're going on this vacation. Or I actually projected onto him that he's going to be a good father. Or I actually projected onto him that my mom's going to love him. All the things. So you're owning all the projections you have put on him. And you're realizing, wait a minute, those are projections. Because the reality is, I actually just, I just talked to him like twice. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, back in 2009, I was like dating this guy online, mind you, you know. And by the way, you know, I'd love for you to add that to me, right? Like when you post in the comment section, because so many women are like, you know, I'm dating this guy. And then I ask a little bit more questions as the, you know, emotional archaeologist that I am. And then it turns out, oh, no, it's online. You know what I mean? And he lives in a different country and all the things, you know. So, okay. Okay. So, number one, it's like I was dating him online. So, we're just talking, I don't know, once a week maybe. You know, we had maybe two or three phone conversations. And so, when he finally pulled away, I was so obsessed, right? I just almost went into like like an anxiety attack. But then I realized, wait a minute. Let me learn to lean into the gap and let me actually see what really happened. What's the reality check here? And then I looked at my calendar because, you know, this is the fun part when you're in anxious attachment style. You literally write down when you had the phone call, when he texted. I mean, it's like insane, right? I was like so anxious, you guys. It's not even funny. And so I realized, I'm like, wait a minute. I just had three phone calls over a four-week period and I would just texted. I don't really know this guy. So that's what you get to do. You feel safe with the gap. And then, of course, it started to feel like safer inside of my system, right? To trust myself again. And I realized I don't really know anything about him. And it started to become easier for me to let him go. Now, number three is give him space because the worst thing you can do is, again, like actually asking more questions. Why are you pulling away? Are you okay? Did I say something wrong? You're seeking more validation. And then what? how that can come off is like it's like suffocating right? It's suffocating. It's like, girlfriend, I just need space, right? I, I don't, I don't want to like emotionally like carry you right now. I want you to carry yourself. I want you to parent yourself. Okay. So that's like a big piece here. So how can you do that? By giving him space. How do you give him space? By giving yourself space. So one thing that I truly believe is when a man pulls back, and remember, we said the quality of men that you attract into your life is directly proportional to the relationship you have to yourself. So if the man pulls back, right, like when a man takes space, where do you, even if it's unconscious, want to actually take space for yourself? Whew, I know this is like deep, right? So it could be even like in your relationship with God, right? So maybe you're like, what are you talking about? No, I'm, I'm so like... You know, I work, I exercise, I have girlfriends, all the things, right? But like where, like you, usually for me, it was like, wow, you know what? I have not been really authentic with my relationship with God. You know what I mean? I have not really worked on developing 
continue to grow and harness my own spiritual gifts, right? My intuition, my internal guidance, right? My sense of alignment, right? Like my uh, whatever gifts of knowledge or healing gifts or whatever it is. It's different for every single person, right? And when I realized that it was setting me free because I'm like, wow, this is what I really want. I actually like really hungry spiritually. And it's funny because have you ever been, um, like you've been hungry, right? And, but the reason why you're hungry is because you started your day off with coffee or maybe even with a latte from Starbucks, right? And the whole day you were just like eating crap. But what your body actually really wanted is like not another latte and not another muffin and all the things, right? But it actually wanted something nourishing. So then the second you actually start to eat something nourishing, right? Let's say, um, I don't know, like a nourishing soup, let's say, right? Or maybe like a green shake. Out of the sudden, your whole system like starts to balance. And the same is true. I'd love for you to try this on when he's pulling away, right? Where are you haven't given yourself the nurturing that you actually need? Like, are you actually like craving, let's say the spiritual aspect to grow that more inside of yourself? And that's an example of that. Now, how do you do that? Number two is do an archetype analysis. So the worst thing you can do when he pulls away, right, is actually like determine that you already know him. You know all the energies. You know that he's a hard worker. You know all the things. And you're deleting that you actually don't know. Is he committed to a spiritual growth? I don't know. I just like have so much fun. You know, I was just focusing on, you know, I was just deleting, distorting. I was just looking through things through pink, red glasses, right? Um, you know, or like, you know, is he able to slow down? How strong is his lover? Hey, is he in body? I don't know. I don't know. He was just like really, he's a hard worker and he's sexy, he's good looking, right? But is he like trusting himself as a man? Did you feel like there was an integrity? Do you feel like it was a backbone, right? Or did you feel like, mm, I don't know, right? So you get to do an archetype analysis because you get to see, oh my gosh, like I'm actually don't know who this guy is. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't know much about this guy. Like, and I don't know if he's actually that embodied. So you get to, like, ask yourself questions and you get to have, like, a reality check, right? Like, I know he was funny, but we didn't actually talk much about his work piece. You know what I mean? So I don't know um, what his work goals are. He just said that he's, like, really busy and, you know, he's in and out of the office all the time. But I actually don't know exactly, like... Is he, like, really driven? Is he, like, just functioning? Or is he actually having a purpose and, like, a vision with that? Right? Do an archetype analysis. And then do also one on yourself, right? Do actually see that I feel like that he was speaking to my queen. Did I actually feel like, did I actually have fun? Was it light? Was it spontaneous, right? Did I actually feel like, wow, this real, like, wow, that's real, like, polarity here, right? You know, did I really feel like, he sees that I'm, you know, there's like respect there, right? He doesn't just like me. He also respects me. So many things to consider. And finally, number one is heal your father wound. So the last thing that you want to do when he pulls away is like, no, that's why I need to fight more. Because this emotion reminds me, this powerless, helpless, insignificant, abandoned, inadequate, rejected, whatever else emotion you want to add on to that, right? Reminds me of my childhood. And I don't want to feel that. So I, no, 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 right? Like, no, 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 no. What you want to do instead is like heal your father wound. 
and you're usually not doing that, you're not doing this in two ways. You're not doing it by pursuing him and asking him questions like, why is he pulling away? And, you know, how can you love him better? And all the things. But you're also not healing it by ignoring as if you don't care. Because that's not going to work either, right? Because that's just going to send disassociated and conflicted signals. That's not going to work, right? That's not going to work. So you have to really authentically heal your father wound. Now, how you do that is by really understanding how did I feel when my dad didn't get, you know what I mean? Made me all those promises, never followed through, right? Like um, abandoned us when we were, when I was three years old, like whatever the case may be, you know, abused me, whatever it is, right? Um, manipulated me, narcissistic, whatever the case may be. How did that make me feel? And then we want to actually say, okay, so it made me feel helpless, it made me feel powerless. And then we want to take a moment and actually be with that young part inside of you, right? We want to actually give her a hug. We want to actually, I'm here. I'm listening. I support you. I protect you, right? So you really want to connect with that part because then what happens is you stop repeating the pattern. Now, if you still don't know what to do when he pulls away, then take my free love quiz to get the relationship you want fast by hopping over to getlovequiz.com or simply click the link in my bio. And if you haven't done so already, watch next. When he deeply loves you, He'll start saying these five things. Lots of love to you, ladies. And I will talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye.